I've been wanting to ask these questions to you for so fucking oh, long. Oh, good, I keep good. Forgetting. All right, I don't, good. It's not even that interesting. But uh, well, it is for me. I, <laughs> I uh, have a friend. <laughs> this guy. This is guy. Yeah, yeah. This is guy. No, this is one's me. This one's me. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. And welcome to Dr. After Dark, everybody. 818-253-1693 is that phone number. And of course, our emails coming in at drafterdark at gmail.com and store.ymhstudios.com for the merch, which is an expanding and ever-expanding array representing the Rational Recovery, everybody. Booth boys are good. Everybody good? Hell just, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Yes. However, uh, you just said Rational Recovery. Rational Revolution, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for straightening me out. My mouth gets ahead of my brain a lot, so I, <laughs> I appreciate it when you guys let me know. Um, all right, so we are going to have a little romp through some voice messages and uh, emails on sex and relationships, uh, get into substances a little bit later, and we'll review some talks, some uh, cool guys on TikTok. But let's uh, open up with some voice messages. Hell yeah, mm -hmm. dude. Hey, Dr. Drew. Um, I'm a first-year medical student. I'd like oh. to be kept anonymous. But I was just going to say, first of all, I don't know why they don't make your show mandatory for the curriculum in medical school. I mean, you're teaching us the stuff that we need to know. But anyway, so here's my question. Okay. So whenever I ejaculate, I notice that there's a difference in the volume of the ejaculate mm -hmm. if there's somebody on the other end. And what I mean by that is porn, there's not somebody on the other end. Just mm -hmm. me, it's a lower volume. But even so, sex, much more volume. But... When it's virtual, so like Snapchatting or whatever it is, FaceTime, I get the the somebody on the other end volume, the increased yeah, volume yeah, of yeah. ejaculate. Somebody. So we're talking like six, seven, eight pumps rather than like three mm -hmm. or four. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that is. Okay. Does the does the ejaculatory system know what's going on on the other end, or are all orgasms the same? Right. Awesome. No lingo here. No no catchphrases. Keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate it. But thank you for what an incredible question. Oh, he's my new favorite human. This guy's awesome. He, he says we should be the medical school should be showing. You know, by the way, to his point. By the way, he used whenever instead of when. So, dude, just kind of pay that attention. Son to of that. a bitch. <laughs> so, so uh, that's my my pet peeve that shall be with me from now on. He's uh, not a doctor yet. Not <laughs> a doctor. Thank you. Thank you, Zolo. On point. Um, but people always, you know, back to showing these videos and things I'm talking about here in medical school, you know, a lot of what we learn in medical school, particularly for the first years, is visual. You're, it's like, what is this? What is this rash? Let me show you a picture or a video. Seeing something across the room or across the table or across an electronic visual media are not necessarily different with certain things. So knowing that's why we can do telemedicine and people can put a little device in their ear and then we can transmit it across the electronic line. Same thing is true of a lot of the behaviors. They're just the same as looking at a rash. I can show you the rash with a camera. And when we teach medical students about rash, we go, this is, you know, uh, psoriasis. This is, you know, this is eczema. This is a, a lichen simplex, simplex chronicus, whatever. Uh, those are pictures we can show. And when I learned through lots of pictures. But the same thing is true of mania and certain psychiatric symptoms. Now, uh, true, psychologically, I might not know exactly what's going on with that individual. 
character logically, you can make some, you can derive some, uh, you can get some pretty clear ideas of what's going on in terms of their character function by mm, how they regulate their emotions and what their relationship history is, things like that, and what they say about themselves and other people. And then mood can be literally when I learned about depression and anxiety and mania, I watched videos. And so, yes, of course, I saw it many, many, many thousands of times in the real world as well. But having somebody derive some sort of conclusion from a video is not unreasonable. People are like, you can't, you don't know that person, you can't tell. If you showed me a rash, I don't have to know the person. If you show me mania, I don't have to know the person. There's certain things that if you show me certain aphasias, I don't have to know the person. There's many things. If you show me hemiplegia, I don't have to know the person. There's many things that the brain does that we derive, uh, we conclude what's going on, we derive what's going on from what we see. And what we see, again, could be on the bed, on, the, on an examining table, or it can be in a picture or a video. It doesn't matter. So uh, thank you. Thank you, my friend. Now I forgot what he asked about. He asked about his balls, of course. Yeah, um, I was asking why he has so much more volume yes. when there's another person. So here's the interesting thing is um, your level of arousal. See, all right, I'm going to see if I can make this analogy stick. If you're about to eat a really good meal, like when we go out for our steak dinners and you smell that meat. I understand and you, this language. Yeah, and you say that meat gets on the table. What happens in your mouth? It comes. <laughs> sort of. What, what, what do we call that in common lingo, though, outside of your mom's house, where all, ba- all bad things are funny? <laughs> it, 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 gets ba- it, waters, it waters? It waters. It salivates. It produces a... How about if you looked at a picture of a steak? Would it be the same as if you smelled the steak and saw a steak sitting in front of you? No, it's the it, it's multiple senses working right. together to bring That's it. That's right. Together. And so sexual arousal is very similar. We can we can approximate it with pictures and videos and things like that, but it's very different than the full social impact, interpersonal impact of another person being there, even if it's across a Zoom or a camera or a phone, it's still that fuller experience and your body responds to that in some people shut down with that, to be fair. But this guy's in this guy's case, he stimulates and your prostate starts putting out more fluid. The seminal vesicles fill. And so when you finally do ejaculate, there's can be more fluid to it. Now, not it, it, the, sort of the longer you're aroused and the more intensely aroused, generally speaking, the more the fluid. Okay. Does that make sense? Everybody yeah. good with me? Okay. Give me another one. Hi, my name is Jeff from Ontario, Canada. Here's a weird question I have for you. I've been in the pussy game for quite a long time. Why are some labias dark and why are some pink? Doesn't just depend on the ethnicity or anything of that nature, but some girls have that really, really dark, raw part around their labia, mm-hmm. and other girls, it's just like a sweet pink treat. Yeah. What's the difference? Are they getting fucked too much? Keep it high and tight. Fair make sure. I'm coming up in May. Thank you. Okay. Is he Jeff. asking if it's rug burn? <laughs> it's sort of what he's asking. Jeff from Ontario. Uh, it's all genetics, right? It's all genetics. And, and it is essentially pigment, right? How much pigment is there in one versus another. But it's you're also asking about sort of the rim there, which is... Is similar tissue to what you have on our testicles. We have the, the wrinkly part of the testicles. The women kind of have something like that, can look a little darker in some women than others. Doesn't mean shit. It's just also just that's their structure, just you know, how big are your hands or how strong are your nails and 
how dark is your vulva? It's all kind of you know genetically determined. But mostly it's just plain old pigment, plain old pigment. I like like your more pigment, more dark uh, vulva. Uh, no come in the balls. This one is uh, entitled. My name is Matthew. Last week I was with a young woman. Right before we got freaky, she said, "I want to suck the cum out of your balls." And Hell yeah. This young man, being an enlightened, your mom's house, Dr. After Dark listener viewer, said, I actually had to tell her, there is no cum in my balls. Mm -hmm. It's all produced in seminal vesicles. I don't think she liked me correcting her. There's, there's a little you bit. just say, here's the cum. That's what you say. <laughs> there, there's, a little bit, there's a little bit to be learned about this. And most men, I think, instinctively know this. Don't, don't interrupt a young lady during a sexual encounter at all. Just, you know, don't, don't lift your paw up, dude. Uh, I don't think she liked me correcting her and she ended up leaving and not sucking the cum out of my balls. Is there a better way I can go about spreading the rash revolution without letting a clear violation like that slide? Poor guy. <laughs> He's going to learn, though. He's learning. I, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate that he wants to be a part of the rational revolution. But part of the rational revolution is being realistic about reality, right? Reality on reality's terms. And um, understand women don't like being... Uh, you know, I think men behave like uh, like a beast of uh, like a, a a carnivorous cat or something. They they chase down the gazelle and then they keep their paw on it. And if they lift their paw up, it runs off. You lifted your paw up, dude. Uh, it, it ran off on you. And and that's of course they they it's unpleasant to to shame somebody when they're vulnerable. Let's put it that way. When you call somebody out in their most vulnerable moment, they're not likely to respond positively to that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Gil here. I'm 34, married, one child. Need your help? Um, vegan? No, vegetarian. I ha I'm a fat ass at heart and I can't survive on lettuce. I've lost weight. I gain a lot more energy sexually. I last longer. It gets up and stays hard longer. But I've noticed that when I have sex with my wife, I don't come like I used to. I mean, I was a shooter, and now I'm a clogged glue bottle flowing out. Sometimes I shoot blanks. Well, that's interesting. That might be retrograde ejaculation. Um, I don't know what's going on there, my friend. I'm wondering if you need to increase your protein intake. Uh, this is all proteins and mucopolysaccharides in our uh, semen fluid. And fluids generally, just fluids generally. So I wonder if you need to maybe just keep keep better hydrated. Mm. That might be the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's probably a little Good. low on water. Good. Another another message for me. Hey, my name is Avery. My girlfriend mm -hmm. smells like me. Mm -hmm. Her sexual scents are exactly like mine. Mm -hmm. I smell no difference afterwards, and I used to look at these sort of things and. And, you know, you can reflect on it afterwards. You can go home. You can sort of touch yourself. And you can you can smell this, you know, person afterwards. And I, I get nothing. I don't know if she doesn't smell or if, if, if I just smell exactly like her. So, so please, you know, piss on me, beat me. Of course. And let me know. Okay, Avery. Thank you. Interesting. You bet. So I don't remember if we've ever addressed this before, but um, – smells are an interesting topic. So his his theory is that the reason he doesn't smell her is the same reason he doesn't smell himself, right? Right, like he's around it a lot. Right. Or, or I mean, you know, as I always say, maybe she just doesn't have smells. That's possible, right? I mean, not everyone. Is it? Nah, it's possible. But but I not likely. So here's what I have noticed. 
boy, I don't have any evidence for this, but I, I think there's something like this going on. So this is a non-scientific position. I think, okay, one thing we do is we accommodate, right? We get used to other people's smells. Uh, it's very clear that we do that. So so some somebody may have had a smell that you did smell and you no longer smell it, and it might just be that you got used to it. But usually those smells you can kind of call into consciousness, right? You can kind of go, you know, uh, I think it's still there. I can say, right. you, you know, I think when you get really, there's something about being really attached to somebody that does something to our senses. I, I don't know what the sense of smell particularly. like Two when, smells become one. Yeah, yeah. That's a great marriage ceremony. We're going to have to add that to my, uh, you know, I marry people sometimes and I'm going to have to add that to it. You, both your smells will become one. But there's something like that going on where where when you're really involved with, come on, Andy, you should come in here. When you're really involved with somebody, isn't it the case that the smells kind of go away? It's it's a very strange thing. And it's not just accommodation, I would say. No, you haven't had that? No. No. I, no, yeah. I had yeah. a completely different theory. Which is? Uh, that possibly he doesn't smell her because she's probably somehow related to him, and that's no, no, because no, no, she no. doesn't smell good. That's biology saying stay away from this one. Are you saying that you smell like your brother? Did I? I don't. Did I don't think I said that. You said related, which means that the, people that are related. Drop smell it. Like it's, not, it's not a good theory. It's no, not a good but theory. It's I, don't, I don't. Because I don't. if you don't like smell, mm. that's nah, no. Nah, I don't think it really works like that. But but. Because because we're really talking about consci- things we really smell consciously. I mean, people have smells, right? And we smell it. And sometimes we like it. Sometimes we don't like it. But we tend to we tend to write into me on this one or send some voice messages on this one. Is it not the case? You guys, because we need to collect some data here. Is it not the case? Uh oh, drop my phone. Is it not the case that we tend to either like or accommodate the smells of people we really like? Think about it. If there's somebody you're really involved with. You may notice their smells, and you may kind of even find it an unpleasant smell, but like it even. And I'm going to argue that that certain amount of that just kind of goes away. I, I think when you the lo- and some of it is accommodation, some of it is you know you get used to other people's smells just the way you can get used to your own smells. But I think it, I think something a little more is going on neurobiologically when we get really attached to somebody. So let's talk about vomit sex. That that naturally flows from the smell. Couldn't stuff. agree more. Uh huh. Hey, Hitler. Uh, I met this girl a while ago. I really like her. Uh, really cool, really funny, except she can't have vaginal intercourse without vomiting. Oh, Ooh. no. She's fine with me licking the spoon, but as soon as something enters her vagina, she gets sick. Tried slowly. I, as soon as she's penetrated, she gets overwhelmed, jumps up, and vomits. Wow. She's not on any medication. She hasn't seen a doctor about this, but I can't come up with anything online that relates to this. Bet I'm coming up in May. This is a... I've I've heard of stuff like this, a little different, but like this in severely traumatized people. But I would think you would know if that was what her history was. She would have told you that I'm overwhelmed by sex, I had sexually abused, whatever. I am wondering, okay, another possibility would, well, first of all, she needs a pelvic exam for sure, and she needs to be making sure there's not something actually being stimulated like a, a tumor or something, you know, infection or something that's actually stimulating the nausea and vomiting. So A, doctor visit, full examination, see what's going on. Sexual abuse history, ask her if that's in there. Let's find that out. But number three, nausea is a really powerful um, c- 
conditioned response. It's one of the most powerful conditioned responses you've had. If you've ever had like bad vomiting and it followed immediately following eating a certain food, you can't look at that food ever again without yeah. getting nauseated, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's in us to keep us away from things that are poisonous, right? It's like when we're young, we have something makes us vomit, don't eat that anymore. That's sort of the adaptive, the evolutionary adaptive uh, quality to that. But it's also can be conditioned to not so adaptive things. Like let's say one time she had the stomach flu and tried to have sex and had vomiting and it gets it gets conditioned to be associated with the vaginal penetration. So it could be outside possibility. It's a behavioral thing. So find out about her history and find out about uh, her pelvic structures. Make sure everything is cool. And then uh, you're going to have to decondition this somehow. I, you know how I would do it? If it's all behavioral, I would give her a very powerful anti-nausea like Zofran, something like that. And I would uh, then have intercourse with her. Zola, you have a question? What's up, buddy? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Is it so, all vomiting uh, all the time now? No, no, no. Oh, well, then I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, piggybacking on the ball discussion. Ball. Um, Testicle. Testicles, yes. Yeah. Uh, so you're a guy. I imagine I'm a guy. Yes, yes. Sev- several times in your life, you've mm-hmm. grazed your balls in some weird way on accident, and like like smashed them, hurt yeah, them. Like yes, that hurts. Yeah, it hurts a lot, right? Uh, yeah. How come that never happens during sex? Um, you're lucky. <laughs> Is that it? I yeah, mean, I mean, you hit them just right. Uh, well, as always here on your mom's house, we try to pull the curtain back. Uh, my wife has uh, uncanny heels and fists, and she gets direct hits on a regular basis. What? Yes. On your nuts? Yes. Why? Because, I don't know, it's radar. Heels? <laughs> the heel of her, like, she will literally turn over in bed, and her heel will have a, just a couple nights, two nights ago, direct hit on my nuts. Direct hit. Never misses. Uh, you could say she's an evil, evil genius or something. But but, but wait, but but did you get the same feeling like if someone kicked you in the nuts? Like, yes. Really? Yes. It hurts. Cause, cause not agree, during sex. Not during sex. I just kind like, of agree with what Zola saying. Zola, are you saying that you've been hit, but it just doesn't feel like that? I mean, you know, there's just a lot of like, you know, flopping yeah, around. Yeah, there is. There is a lot of flopping around. But, but if I, that was happening at any other point, I feel like uh, that would hurt a lot. Right, because if you've just tapped it a little bit, let's just it's say they were, they were designed for this. Yeah, it's because they're like so full of cum. Like they, <laughs> it protects them. Yes, yeah, so they're so full of cum, they're protected. They're like swollen balloons filled with cum. But <laughs> where did the dog fell out of his chair? Fucking got him, dude. So, uh, so, but the, the the flopping is, you know how I mean, you could literally flick your nut, and if you hit it just right, it hurts. Flopping, it's sort of designed to flop. And and by the way, during sex, there's a little bit of a a tone to the cremasteric muscles, so they're kind of held up a little bit. Even there is some flopping. It's right, not, they're not as loose. They're not as loose. They're not really flopping. It's designed for this. It was designed for this. I'm I'm kind of I I thought you were saying that they get hit and like if they were in any other situation then it would be in like extreme pain no but not during sex they're just not gonna hit properly huh yeah because I mean I I had a girl that that once it was just like big uh, build up and she fucking tied me up she ended up walking towards me and like the beginning it was like this big build up she was gonna do all this shit. And she walked towards me and tripped on something in my room and fell knee first into my nuts. Oh, like, dude. But but I'm telling you, any other time, I would have been like, like exactly your response. We laughed about it. It was, hilarious. It was like, 
you know, obviously it wasn't hot, but it was like, oh, like fucking. You didn't so get stupid. winded at all. No, that was like, it was huh. funny. It is was it funny. is what it possible experiment. it just didn't hit? You know how sometimes you can get it not get it quite right. You, I, get, you get kicked in the ball sometimes and it sort of misses. It doesn't quite flat, get it. Just did she flatten? Like it was like like knee ball and then better like hard surface wherever you were. Knee bed. Like ball was it like juice. smushed? Yeah. It is a, it's a, it's yeah, a really yeah. interesting question. I, I'm wondering if there's some tone to the whole organ that somehow protects it a little bit during sexual act. Because, because I, I, you know, looking at some of the weird shit that people do to their testicles, I, I that's mysterious to me. Right? How I, they can tolerate that without? I, I imagined it was that something like mental, like because I'm having sex, it's um, my brain's in such a good place, and also it's the It's not just the brain because like, look, this is the only organ that sits outside your body. I mean, outside the body cavity. It's not outside your body. It's still inside your body, right? <laughs> but but it's but it's situated outside of the body cavity in a sac that communicates with the body inside the body is, it, is it all making sense to you guys no uh, inside so, the body got it so <laughs> so if you cut open the testicle you're in the body if it gets if bacteria gets in there you get an infection right, right? It's, it's inside the body sterile and and the test right okay and the testes drop down you know they start up in your back right where the ovaries are and they drop down into the you don't know this and they drop right, down. They start as ovaries. They start as ovaries, and they drop into the sac when you're young, very young. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you meant like like now. I got like ball particle on my. No, back. no. <laughs> so hopefully you don't, because that can be turned cancerous <laughs> if you do. No, you've got the balls are in the sac. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay yeah. And and it's an an organ like the way the ovaries are an organ, and it's hanging outside your body cavity, even though it's inside the body. It's outside the cavity Whoa. in a sac, and so it's the only organ. Like if I if I could take open your abdominal cavity and punch your liver it might have a similar that's called a visceral pain right it's that's right. how we feel these things huh. these visceral pains and you know testes are kind of a special organ and you want to have a lot of pain there so you protect it right right so okay let's well, keep going let's uh let's keep going here let me i've got a bunch of other questions here i can't can't stop la oh, let's do a voice message let's do a voice message because i, I Hi, Dr. Drew. This is Dylan from California. I recently had MRIs done where it's discovered that I have three herniated discs in my spine, and one in my lumbar spine is 10 millimeters. I am a 26-year-old male athlete, and this has not affected my performance at all. But I still want to improve my condition and decided the best way to measure my spinal flexibility is to suck my own dick. <laughs> I just reached the milestone of getting both slips on the tip, but I'm starting to wonder if this will improve my condition or if I could be making it worse. Piss on me, beat me, and stop calling me daddy. I, I will stop calling you daddy, Dylan. Um, today is a threshold day. We finally got the bogus voice message. You think this is bogus? I, I, I do. <laughs> I, I think he, he thought of this and thought it was clever, and so he called us with it. So he shouldn't um, suck his own dick. Look, he, first of all, if you do MRIs on – all of us, we will all have disc disease. That's part of being upright. We all have disc problems. It's just the way it is. And so whenever anybody says to you, well, I have a, a three centimeters on my disc, MRI, everybody has that. So there's no relationship between the anatomy and the symptoms. I mean, you can derive a relationship, but it is not as direct as people think. It's like, because I've got a disc, I've got a... No, everybody has disc disease because they're upright. We shouldn't be upright. We, we're primates that should be sort of uh, ambulating differently than we do. And so the way with the liability is we get disc disease in our neck, disc disease in our lumbar spine, and it's just part of being upright. 
uh, and his case is kind of young to be having that much, but okay. Uh, he, you know, certainly core strength, flexibility, physical therapy, Pilates, yoga, all very important. I don't think with any of those uh, interventions, they would include sucking your own dick. So I would just say uh, maybe that's not a great way to sort of measure your progress. Okay. And uh, for the uh, YMH out of context clips, I'm not sure that Twitter will let you put that one up. So good for you. Don't worry. We'll play it on the show. Of course. Yeah, That's a of nice way to drop. Of course. Uh, can't stop laughing during sex. Though not true. My wife and I have been together for two years now. On occasion, we are starting to get into a heat of passion. She can't stop laughing. This only starts as I start using fingers or oral, and she can't stop because of how intense her laughter gets. Any idea what this could be? Piss on me, beat me. Um... Got any lot more information, but uh, women that laugh during oral sex usually are the ones, if, if they have that kind of sensitivity, they usually are the ones that orgasm with intercourse and aren't that into oral sex. I mean, obviously, if it's so uncomfortable, it makes her laugh. That's not something she's going to be into. And so I'm betting this is sort of more towards the uh, the polyorgasmic, multi-orgasmic with intercourse category. So congratulations. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you can cut this out if you want. <laughs> no, but, no. Oh, no, we will not. Go but, ahead. Uh, no, no, no. We uh, might. <laughs> oh. But Nadav, you said a while ago to me and Zolo that like laughing was a big part of your sex life? Well, like, not a big part, but it's incorporated into it. Laughter is one thing. She can't stop laughing and it interferes. It's a little different. At least yeah, that's what I'm getting. The, la the laughing doesn't interfere with me fucking. Oh, she well, she, well, she not, asked not me to stop. Here, this is the part that, that is different. Uh -huh. She asks me to stop because of how intense her laughter gets. Right, right. That's different than, hey, we laugh a lot during sex. Right. Well, well yeah, I, I, didn't, I guess I didn't mean to say it was the same. I, I just... I, I remember thinking, wow, that's interesting that you said like, yeah, if we're not laughing, then I'm probably not like fucking good. I forget what your exact statement was. Well, I didn't say that. You were, well, you were basically well, saying that like you laugh in every time you fuck. Well, yeah, you, every time there's yeah. laughter. You say. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's incorporated into. I have fun while I fuck. I don't understand. W w women, <laughs> women, uh, laughter serves a relaxation function, and and it it creates openness and relaxation, which are two important aspects of sexual arousal for women we don't have that relaxation receptivity thing they do and some women more than others so laughter actually that's why women are attracted one of the reasons they're attracted to people that make them laugh right it's sort of an arousal thing of sorts different than our arousal system different oh yeah we, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> and, and um you know nadav you never talked to us about your relationship i realized Is relationship a, well that's what i'm asking you're or whatever What's up? Well, is this one person you laugh with, or he said this? He said it's plural, dog. Yeah, most ladies that I fuck, there's laughing going on. <laughs> is that a problem? <laughs> oh, you know what? It's probably because I smoke so much weed, and the, all the estrogen gets into me, and I'm pretty much a lady, right? That's what you think, Drew? Wow, he's he's defensive. <laughs> yeah, he does not he does not want us talking about this, does he? I am projecting a little bit. It's pretty probably. crazy. He's like pushing us back, and he's been so open and honest, and we've learned all this stuff. I'm just having fun, and I'm just scratching the surface under Dav, and he's already very uncomfortable. So, are yeah, these just I mean, people? The you, do you have a relationship? Or are you in a romantic relationship? Uh, not in a like specific one right now. I'm, it, I'm dating around. How many people you date at a time? Do they know you're dating lots of people? I mean, I'm pretty uh, like it's, uh, like I usually stick with one until you know something else comes up and then i'm honest with the person that that i'm first like hey just so you know like this is kind of a casual like did, did you, you but you don't tell them that at the beginning 
You wait until well, no, because it's like because it's not casual at the beginning. Like it's uh, well, it's they're the only ones I'm dating until they're not the ones that I'm dating, and then as soon as it's I'm dating other people, I let them know. Come on, Annie. What? Let, what? You, let your buddy have it. <laughs> what, what? I mean, what's? Am I fucking up? Am I dating wrong? Am I fucking <laughs> stuttering all over the place? You know what you're doing. I don't. You're not dumb. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. I'm just simple so, Nadav. I just so, like to laugh and fuck. So <laughs> that will be on the YMH out of context uh, Twitter feed. Uh, out of context quotes. This. All right. But uh, Annie, the up. reason he doesn't tell her earlier is because he's afraid she won't fuck if he doesn't. If he tells her, it's not going to be something. That's, that's not really too big of a priority for me. Fucking, like, yeah. Like if they want to fuck, fine, and if not, also fine. Like, okay, it's not, all right. Like Wait, I don't want to fuck someone that doesn't want to fuck me. Wait, I, but isn't that all you were saying that you kind of want to do with this trick? That's what he, That's tricks? what you opened with, by the way. That and laugh. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> laughing. I'm just laughing and fucking. That's all I'm doing. Laughing, laughing and fucking, fucking baby. <laughs> I don't, I still don't, am I? <laughs> so, I so, am autistic. No, no, you're Look not autistic. That. <laughs> That's the, you, that's you the are, you, you are what we call evasive. Evasive. Oh, yeah. Evasive? You're evasive. Well, oh, like I'm not trying the to most. answer the questions you're, that you're, you're asking? You're uncomfortable and it's making you evasive. I'm not saying you're intentionally being evasive. You are evasive. We, Whoops. We, it's all right. We'll break it down. It's all right. We need you, we need you in here on some level. Let me uh, talk about a sudden problem with premature ejaculation. I'm 20. Uh, in the past, I've had a little issue with holding back. Uh, but as of late, I've been having a difficult time with... Wait a minute. In the past, I've had little issue. Not a little issue. Little issue with holding back. So he's the ninja. But as of late, I'm having a difficult time with stopping my orgasms. On multiple occasions, I've ejaculated almost instantly. But usually, I have to go very slowly or take breaks in order to last. I'm pretty experienced. I'm very comfortable. As both a physician and a man with a lifetime experience ejaculating, what do I advise last longer? Read about kegels, breathing techniques, uh, masturbating preemptively, right? All good, squeezing the tip. Mm, really worked that well. Not sold on any of them. Seems to me more of a mental battle than anything. I'm sure any has a plethora of tips himself. Sure so, all right, we'll get to it. I thought as an issue of controlling emission, I never thought I'd be envious of Josh Potter's inability to jizz. Uh, but here we are. Piss all over me, beat the shit out of me, and you better believe I'm coming up in Maine. Harrison. So, um, so yeah. I'm going to bet he's really into his partner right now. That That's sort of what I think is going on. That this is a little more arousing than he's used to being. So that's a good thing. Uh, the question is, how does he control? What is any, any tips? Uh, I mean, the first... I, I feel like it should have been obvious one would be a, like a numbing sort of like a cream. There's numbing creams. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also do that with a condom, like a thick condom obviously makes it less sensitive. So no, numbing cream, thick, I'm just saying these things yeah. you can do. Uh, and some of those numbing creams and sprays and things are really pretty good too, by the way. Okay. That you well, can do. I, I use the opposite. <laughs> so I, I get like the sensitizing. Oh, interesting. Cream okay. I, I like it more. But, but yeah, and, and also don't be... I thought the same about Potter. Like, man, I'm like, I'm a little envious because it's like, you, but you go all night though. Like, yeah. isn't that? Don't you kind of want? Uh, uh, uh. Because eventually, no matter what, it's the other person's going to start thinking. Correct. That not. She she no will really get uh, frustrated with it. Mm -hmm. They they, and and I think you know we like men like women to be into it and to have orgasm. We, that's an important part of what we're doing for women. I think it's even more important. 
I, I think something and that makes again that makes sense from an evolutionary standpoint, right? They need to get the same in order to get pregnant. Oh wow, that's and, and, super true. Right, and like so that. it's it's that they even have more of an experience with it in terms of completing the sexual act. Um, but oh, and then as far as another way to to prevent it, um, yeah, I mean, think about dead people, you know, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, think about disgusting. That. Yeah, like think yeah. about the YMH Live. Watch YMH Live. And there are medicines too. Uh, some <laughs> people breaks. will take, you know, the SSRI medicines. Sometimes doctors will give them to people for this this problem. I wouldn't recommend it. It's not. I don't. I don't like that you've taken medicine for this. But there are medicines that delay ejaculation, things, and delay orgasm, and so it's something to do. And then uh, Nadav just said, which is, uh, I, I think, I think you mean exactly what. I'm about to say too is take breaks so uh, do something else he said he was taking breaks he said they were doing that but Mm. but no like move to mouth stuff I I think preemptive ejaculation is another important thing too right true Um, and sometimes it's two preemptive ejaculations to really get some control but then again you're not ejaculating and then you have that problem so all right, here's one. I'm a listener from South Africa. Hey, look at this guy, South African listener. That's nice. Oh, 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 my. I've got a question about fixing my broken wife. She had birth control for 10 years since she was 18. We've been together seven. I encourage her to get off. Uh, about five years ago, she lost her dad. Her libido dried up, but then we were going months at a time without doing the deed or the dead, as he said in this, <laughs> in this as he spells it here. Four years. We were almost a year at a time without sex. Uh-oh. I presume this was the birth control doing this, hence getting her off of it. She's been off for a year. There's no difference. She's never wants to do it. I struggle to get her to make out with me even. Oh, boy. She loves it when I, she loves it and tells me we have to do it more, and then we go months without doing it again. I'm still presuming her libido is stuffed up, but I can't get her to go to a doctor to get hormones checked out. Any advice? She really needs to go to a physician. More often than not, I don't, I don't know how old she is, but testosterone levels are very important for women's libido. So that's number one. Number two, uh, some women, maybe as many as 20%, have a significant drop in their, 20% of the women who have a significant drop in their libido from certain birth control pills, it may be permanent. And there's a guy named Goldstein. There's a group called Ishwish out there that studies this. And uh, you may want to check in with them. Uh, he, he has the data on that. He also maybe has some, last time I talked to him, Dr. Goldstein, I think he had some ideas about how to get women over the hump, so to speak, back into humping. Uh, what kind of things can you do to fix her? Yeah, right. Uh, I'm tired of jinging, jing my own D, jing my own D. Keep it high and tight. Hot sauce is the best. Baz. Uh, yeah, this is really serious, man, because relationships need this. Uh, it's important. Uh, I, she needs, she, she doesn't need to feel bad about it. A lot of women experience this kind of thing. A doctor that has any experience with hormones, with women, perimenopause, menopause will know all about this. And, uh, you can be astonished how much a little testosterone can make for a female and her libido and, or correcting this progesterone problem. And if she's on any other medication that also can do this, but this is something you got to pay attention to this. People need this to sustain a long-term relationship. Are there more voice messages? Indeed. Okay. Hi, Hitlers. My name is Taylor. I'm a neighbor coming at you from Austin, Texas. Ooh. Here's my issue. When my girlfriend and I are fluid bonding, she does not reciprocate oral. I, for one, love going down south on my partner, and I consider oral almost a mandatory part of foreplay. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes time to switch it up, my girlfriend jumps right to penetration and justifies it by saying, Guys don't need head, and that <laughs> girls need oral foreplay Dumb. so they can get wet. She's right. It's true that I don't need oral to achieve an erection, but yeah. I crave head because it's an intimate act of service, and it feels good. Yeah. So 
Is my girlfriend right? Is it true that guys don't need head? Thank you. You guys are doing good. I hope this voicemail doesn't scare you. Mwah. His girlfriend sucks in all the ways that he doesn't want her to. Well, this, this is a difficult problem. Um, first of all, what she's saying is in order to get lubricated and get ready, we need some sort of direct genital stimulation. She needs that. And that seems to be true for her, that she's right. In order for her to function sexually, she needs that stimulation. And some women do need that. For him, she's noticing he's already erect and already ready to go. He doesn't need oral sex in order to function. What she's missing is he really, really likes it. She's a he, shitty lover. Hold on, the, hold on. If, the, he, <laughs> uh, if she understood, not all men are that into oral sex, but when people, just like women, and when men are into it, they're really into it. And to have sex without it is sort of an incomplete act for some men. They really like it. And I think he's got to emphasize to her how important this is to him. Do you know what I'm saying? No? Nadav, uh, and yeah. he says no. Nadav no says, yeah. I am very Clear, important with Clearly Nadav likes oral sex, but any you're saying no. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm saying I just can't even believe like that's the argument that you don't need it. Okay. Well, what the but, fuck? but so so a lot of women need. Yeah, I know. You're uh, just not going to do. Yeah, <laughs> no more steak for you. Just so, rice and salad. Uh, yeah, Sorry, I, it's I, not I, mission I, critical. I, I, I can't I, fucking lick you there. <laughs> Some women that? find it sort of traumatizing and really unpleasant. And if you if she was traumatized as a kid when somebody made her do that, okay, then maybe get that treated also. But if she has no real reason to be that aversive to it, how about we break her in a little bit? Don't you think? Like like I think you guys are right in the sense like let's let's have her take one for the team so to speak like really just just i mean i think he'd be willing to do something for her he she's willing to do something for him unless he does. unless he, for he some women it, i mean but he likes it she doesn't like it that's and not a qualifier yeah, who cares I, I understand what you're saying but some women is really a, it is really not good it really is sort of traumatizes them and oh, so that's, come on. that that happens that happens you got to come on <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Jesus. Whose giggle was that? Was that Zolo? It was not a giggle. That was a fake cry. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. It's it just, I mean, I don't know, dude. Zolo like, ring in here. Why do I want your opinion? What's going on? Uh, I mean, I agree You're with that. You're a sensitive young man. Yeah, help, help us I mean, settle I mean, this. I think if there's anything your partner like really wants you to do, you, you, should, should, you, you should figure should out how yeah. to do it. That's you right. make it work. That, see, I knew Zillow would have something important to add here. He's saying exactly what we I said. I know, but he said it in a much more palatable way. Much more. He's uh, also younger. That's yeah, kind I know. of the thing. Yeah, we're, we're kind of at an age where it's like, just yeah, grow I know. the fuck I know. up. I know. See, we were getting a little harsh with it. But I do want to emphasize that it really can be a, a not a good thing for some women, and and we got to make sure she's not one of those people. No, oh, yeah, no, totally. I remember being sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, here's a cholestasis question. Hey Hitler, I'm inquiring about a theory of long-term aftermath of cholestasis. I'm 37. I had cholestasis of pregnancy, which means the bile stopped moving through her liver, so she gets the biliary buildup. She got jaundice. Okay, it's just something weird that happens with pregnancy. Wait, no, no wait, hold on. The buildup, so where it just stays, it just doesn't move, and so it gets it starts the bilirubin builds up in your system because you start throwing up or something. No, you can get uh, nothing really. You just get jaundice. That's it. Just get jaundice. That doesn't sound. Well, like- it can be a sign of something terrible, and if the coli, if you have, you know, cholangitis or or cholangiocarcinoma or biliary obstruction, that kind of thing. But it turns out the cholestasis, stasis just means slowed or stopped. It stopped. So the bile flow stops. Cholestasis mm. is benign. It's completely benign. But she has a question about it. I would sit up all night scratching, though jaundice makes you itch. The bilirubin in your skin makes you itch, makes you scratch. Uh, my liver count was a baffling 680, so both 
halflings had to be induced a wee bit early. Yeah. So so it can hurt the baby. So there's some evidence of the effect on, on the baby, but that's not a big deal. But the uh, question is, when I drink my Irish Texan's ass. What the fuck? What? <laughs> let me, let me, I'm going to read the exact words that are here on the page. My question is, when I drink my Irish Texan, oh no. When I drink my Irish Texan ass off. Oh, okay. That's a little uh, different. Uh, when I drink a lot. <laughs> with my fellow big-titted animals. Okay, other women. Sometimes I get itchy everywhere for like 20 minutes after my own last call. And I was wondering if this itchiness bullshit is recurring, reoccurring after I made my liver their bitch during the in... Jesus Christ, all this poetry. Help an occasional drunken broad out. Broad spelled B-A-R-D. Broad ho. Bard ho? Hmm. Piss on me, beat me. I can't come up in May. I got shit I got to do, so I'll see you in June. And uh, she concludes this with... B-U-H-W-H-O-L-E. Buhole, buhole, buhole. So she's a, she's a cool chick. Uh, I would worry that you are... I, and now I, I actually looked this up before I read your email and I couldn't find any serious medical consequences of cholestasis of pregnancy. But you did say you had some liver inflammation or something on top of that. So there can be a hepatitis also that's a real different issue. And if you have hepatitis just means inflammation of the liver. So if you have inflammation of the liver and cholestasis, certainly drinking could make that worse again. So it's a I, I would absolutely have a physician look at this and see if you have some sort of residual something going on here. And there's all kinds of significant liver disease that you should know about uh, if you're fucking around with alcohol particularly. Some of these things can be treated completely and some of these things need to be managed carefully because they can lead to cirrhosis. So uh, usually cholestasis of pregnancy is a non-issue, but the fact that you're having itching, itching when you drink, I would absolutely look into that. Um, have a gastroenterologist or a hepatologist or even a general internist take a look at things. I am ready for some TikToks, gentlemen. Wait, I really wait, am. Wait, wait, one quick question. Oh, okay, one quick question. It's, yes. it's not like super relevant, but it just reminded me because I've been wanting to ask these questions you for so fucking oh, long. Oh, good. I keep good. forgetting. All right, I don't, good. It's not even that interesting. But uh, well, it is for me. I, uh, I have a friend. <laughs> this guy. This is guy. Yeah, yeah. This is guy. <laughs> no, this is one's me. This one's me. It's about drinking water. Uh. Uh, when I drink a lot of water at once, I instantly start sweating. Like, hmm. uh, like, a lot. I, I wonder if that has something to do with all the stool in your colon. Whoa. Like Why what, would it? I, I, uh, I don't know, frankly. Mm. Uh, but a lot of water puts a, puts a stretch on the stomach. Do you have any pain with it? No. No pain. It, it's just, I usually do it like before I sleep. I'm just like, oh, I got to get a glass of water in. One glass why. of water does it. Like if I, if it's all at once, yes. Like huh. a, like all, chugging water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it all liquid or just water? Like if when you chug a beer, do you get sweaty? Oh, good question. Or a Diet Coke or something? Or? I honestly, I don't really drink anything except water. I don't know. Red Bull. You drink Red Bull. It's true, but like, but this is like for work, and it's not, I don't ever chug it. You know, it's yeah. like only okay. thing I would chug is water. That's mm. very weird uh, mm. and unusual. Uh, I don't have an explanation for it, but it doesn't make me worried. Yeah, it's yeah. never been a worry. I've just always yeah. thought it was weird, and I looked it up on Google once, and I found nothing. I expected to find some stupid answer or whatever, and I yeah. found nothing. I'm like, no, whoa, I am I the only, I'm the only one that's like this? I've never heard of that before. I, I huh. You know, 
you're uh, again exceptional. <laughs> I told you he's exceptional. This is not mm-hmm. another piece of evidence in that, that regard. Why don't you? I got an idea. Why don't you will yourself not to sweat? And then try it and see if you can do Fucking that. Fucking God. I mean, there's nothing that it doesn't bother me. So I understand, I but let's just test the will and see what it can do. I'd rather not. Maybe it's not a thing of will. <laughs> yeah. I just I choose not to. Why okay. would I? Why right. would you? I don't know. Just yeah. to prove I us cho- wrong. I choose to else. not stop sweating when it concerns me. <laughs> it didn't concern me. I was just interested. I'm like, why? I, I wanted to look it up. Didn't find anything on Google. I was like, oh, whoa, is this just me? And then I wanted to ask you. And I just yep. kept forgetting. You did. I'm glad you did. I, I don't, I don't, I'm glad you did. If you, see, if you see any other associations, update me. Because maybe I can figure it out, but I can't figure it out yet. We'll do. All right, TikToks. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Here buddy. We go. Yeah, buddy. Who oh wants my to cuddle with a big guy? God. With dentures, glasses, a tattoo, no beard, and I love to cook. So if you want this, oh my, just God. cuts off right there. Doesn't anybody get sad when you see people like this? I get so sad. He's shooting a shot. I feel real happy for him. Just a little. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a little. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. This he's, is he's how a, you find love. Uh, he's a thumb. <laughs> Poor man. He's not, And he can barely breathe. You see that? He's like <gasps> gasping for air. He's got so much weight on his chest. Oh, my goodness. Well, TLC will make a show at him. Let's get another one. Hi, guy. I'm in forest. I'm swim. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy fucks. He is cool. Dude, this is the one, two, three, four guy. Wait, wait, wait. Right? No, wait, wait. I don't remember that. I don't, I don't know if you've seen him before, but I remember this dude that used to sing. Me and my friends used to fucking just every now and then we'd be like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Because that's like what he would do, I think. I'm pretty sure this is that guy. He, he looks like there's, um, there's a syndrome called Pierre Robin syndrome. Look, let's look Pierre Whoa. Robin up. Pierre, P-I-E-R-R-E. Robin, I think it's like Robin, R-O-B-I-N. Pierre Robin. Uh, yeah, respell that. That was very P I E R R E Pierre Francais Robin R O B I N. Hey Pierre, you coming out here? Yeah, and you'll see. You should see a picture that looks familiar. It looks like this dude. Uh, syndrome. Yeah. No, 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 no. Pierre Robin R O B. Not Robespierre. Not Robespierre. Huh? You see, Robin, just R O B I N. I think that's Red Band. <laughs> you guys are. <laughs> this is not your. Don't say you guys. I'm doing this on purpose. Don't say you point. guys. <laughs> no, yeah, Robare. <laughs> Roban. Roban. We all Google shit. There it is. There, the left, 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 left. There. Click on that. Did you mean? Click on the. Did you mean? No. There. Thank you. That's not how you say Roban. <laughs> uh, uh, Pierre Roban is at Malfoy. Yeah. Now give me a picture of it. Images. Uh, it's a little bit. Oh, this is up. upsetting. Thank you, Drew. But look at the one on the Jesus far right. Doesn't he look like Pierre Robin a little bit? This is what. <laughs> this is a little bit. What are you doing, Drew? What? I'm just looking at different. He looks now. like a jawless baby. Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible version. I, I, I thought. But go scroll down a little bit. <clears throat> go further. Mm. Is that motherfucker's ears on his? This neck? is upsetting, is Drew. I'm getting yeah, off of are, this Google search. All right. Well, anyway, there's there's certain neurofacial abnormalities that kind of look like that guy and so i'm guessing he has sort of challenged developmental sort well, of brain development teeth are guessing. definitely wild 
Yeah, he like, definitely got the cool guy teeth. Well, not even that. He had like fucking like uh, trapezoid teeth. Yeah. Like teeth I've never seen. Right, let's see him again. Pier- Pierce Robin teeth, definitely. Yeah, real bad. Hi, guy. Yeah. I'm in forest. I'm swim. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. It, it's getting close to... Um, What's the guy on Stern that that uh, sort of has the same kind of stuff too with the microcephaly? Um, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. A little Beetlejuicey mm. elements here. All right, keep going. Cause I'm gonna be in a fight too, and I'm from the ghetto. I don't care about my bitch. Yo, don't get your ass torn up by me, bitch. It won't be pretty. Right, and trying to say white girls can't fight. You come for me, then y'all you coming from both of us. And if you come for both of us, then your ass is grass. Period. Right, you gonna be ran over by the lawnmower, bitch. You come for her. You coming for me? My bitch. And that's all period. Bye, Why do I like the girl on the right so much and the one on the left I find so unpleasant? I think it's because when you you hear that, uh, you know. Patois. Aff- afflection. That patois, right? yeah. Uh, you kind of expect it from one of them and not from the other. <laughs> no. Well, it, it sounds, yeah. It sounds disingenuous. It sounds disingenuous. Like weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds disingenuous. Weird. But, but, she, but she seems, I don't know. I, I think I think it's genuine. I mean, she's she's saying no. All that's, that how shit. She <laughs> that's, she how she, right. that's how she talks. That's how she talks. Is there more to be heard with them? That's the whole. Okay, clip. let's keep going. Oh, I've seen this one. These are kangaroos fighting, and they. I never really understood that kangaroos did this until I've seen some boxing kangaroo uh, videos like this. Right? Like you saw those videos and you're like, oh, this one really knows how to box. And you're like, oh, all kangaroos do that. Right, exactly. I, I mean, I, and they, they really do like, they look like they're boxing. And the only boxing kangaroos I ever saw prior to this was on a Warner Brothers cartoon. Yeah, they're really fucking each yeah. other up. There you go. I nice. fucked that fucking kangaroo up. But I'm a little worried. Is this from Christina's thing again? She's These getting, are all from Christina's Yeah, she goes back into animals and kittens and stuff. It concerns me. She's losing her edge. You're telling me this is cute? These are two uh, kangaroos fucking each other up. Yeah, yeah, cute animals fucking each other up. But keep going. What this? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't think this is going easy for her. No, like, this no. Is, this is nice. She's drifting, nice drifting, content. drifting. I worry. I worry about her. All right. So this next one, actually, we want you to weigh in on. I told on you what her son called her. Right? Yeah, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Is he back to me? Oh. Ooh, what is that? What is that? See that? What? <laughs> <laughs> Love so this did you guy. see what happened? He did he get his nipple ring stuck on something? Oh, so he is milking pus out of oh, his yeah. nipple. Yeah, is he that's, smoking too much weed? He's smoking too much weed and doing too much steroid. Because steroids will give you breast enlargement, possibly even milk production. The weed will give you the milk production. So yes, you can get Jeez. that is not pus, that is milk. Wait, really? Yeah. Milk men will produce milk also. Galactoria, that's called. Is there any uh times where it is pus? I suppose you could have an abscess, but it doesn't come oh, out of the if nipple. if it's like an infected yeah. milk duct or whatever, Yeah, right? but that mm, doesn't usually happen to men so much. Hmm. That's called mastitis in that case. But no, men can produce milk. They do when they, from medicines mostly. Gross. And uh, you, he needs to get his prolactin levels checked. Uh, he could have a pituitary tumor. That's a possibility, and it's not uncommon. So, but I love this guy's look. I love this guy's. And, and why is the guy doing it like to impress everybody? Like, hey, look at me, man! Like, I can squirt milk. I mean, it's a pretty <laughs> cool party trick. <laughs> I, mean, I would you, do that if I could do it. If I just smoke a guy? little bit more weed. He did not look like he was on enough steroids. Let me see the guy again. He because you have to be on a lot of steroid and a lot of 
Yeah, I just worry he doesn't do a tumor. Yeah, I mean, he's on steroids. He's, he's a little he's, juiced. Yeah, but not bad. Look at the guy, man. Of course he would fucking do something like that. In yeah, the suppose that's right. <laughs> that's right. Got, does he have headphones on? Mm-hmm. Headphones and a hat working out. <laughs> All right, next TikTok. Hey, y'all. Cool. Somebody keeps reporting my shit and get my videos took down. Oh, damn. Oh, look at him with the Bacardi. I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Just... Take my whole goddamn account, TikTok. It's yours any fucking way. You own it. Bye. Cool. Cool. Yeah, dude's cool. Um, hmm. Next. <laughs> you know what's interesting about him? He's um doesn't he seem a little bit like an old lady? Sounds like it. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So he's a little bit estrogenized, uh, and that alcohol can do that to you over long periods of time. So he's, he's sort like of a real lady. Yeah, he's an old lady with a beard. No willpower in this one. No <laughs> willpower, my friend. That's why I wanted to avoid Will when we're talking about this stuff because it's, it's a peculiar topic, Will. But go ahead. P- people will debate whether it exists. Hey, yo, we're on Bourbon Street. And I just bleached my hair. Oh! <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty much routine stuff on uh, in New Orleans. Now, I got a question for yeah, you. Yeah. Um, that red on the top of his forehead, is that a sunburn or bleach burn? Probably the bleach. Because mm. uh, the rest, he'd have, he'd have sunburn all over the place if he had regular sunburn. But what are the, all these necklaces? Oh, is that uh, all uh, Mardi Gras? He's, he's on Bourbon Street. It will, but you only get those on Mardi Gras. So it's got to be like Mardi Gras day. Well, one of them has his keys on it. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's a car yeah. key. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Puka shell lanyard. Yeah. What's on the other one that's hanging down lower? I can't see. I can't quite see it. You do. They do on Mardi Gras. Do send these things around that have stuff attached to them. The floor. The 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 saints thing. No, no. They have all kinds of different things. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Well, you bleach your hair. We're we're happy for you, dude. By the way, that doesn't look bleached. It looks yellow. Yeah, it looks well, bleached. Yeah, Shouldn't it be look, white if we we're bleached? No, bleach looks like that first. Okay. There's different right. levels of okay. it. Okay. Mm. All right. Next. <laughs> I thought you. Hello, oh. my name is Brooke. I go by she, her, and I'm pansexual. I am the body's caretaker. Um, Co <laughs> wanted us to do little introductions. So here's mine. I hope you guys enjoy. I just love the Galaxy Quest reference here. You are our only hope. Uh, she's, I like the fact that she's got a sardonic grin. She's sort of in on the joke. She's laughing. I'll give, if people are in on the joke, she, I think she, I don't think she's, she's got a grin and I I will give people a lot of latitude if they're laughing at what they're doing. I don't Uh, think that's that. I don't think. Do you think she's all serious? She's a LARPer. You heard of LARPing? I have. Don't you think she's a LARPer? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you think this is? This is who she thinks she is. You think this is a gender gender identity? I think she's the caregiver of her body. We're past gender, man. Brooke. This this is something else. She has she and her pronouns and role is caregiver. She doesn't look like she's in on the joke. Does she, is she, does she got a bunch of videos up? This is what we got. This was the curation. Let's play it again. Let's play it again. Hello, my name is Brooke. I go by Fuck. she, her, and I'm Brooke. pansexual. Brooke. I am the body's caretaker. Um, Crow wanted us to do little intro- introductions. Laughing. So here's mine. I hope you guys enjoy. Okay. Well, enough of that. She's LARP. Do you know what LARPing is? Yeah. Uh, this per- isn't that. I don't think what so. What is it? 
maybe cosplaying live okay, action role playing. Okay, but as long as she doesn't here, here's my bottom line. That's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she doesn't she doesn't walk around like this all the time. If she does this in her free time, fine. Huh? I think she does. Okay. Well, get, I think. I mean, I don't know. I don't find know. me more with her someday. Okay. Next. Oh oh. Oh, 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 what is that? What is it? Is that two rows of teeth? Like it's like three. three or four rows of teeth. She got that no neck shit too? <laughs> it is definitely a, a congenital abnormality, but why, uh, why share that with the world and why not take care of that? Whew. Is she at a dentist's office? Uh, I doubt oh. it. No. I think she just has a bib on for for eating, maybe. I don't know. Oh my goodness! See, I, I don't. Oh. I want to see these people's pages when they get like this. Like, what are you doing? Again, yeah, as, sad, sad. As far as why and not take care of it, I mean, yeah. attention. You know, huh? Attention. That's it. She's not a young person, she's right? Not? I mean, she's, you don't think she's, so? Well, mid twenties, right? Maybe. Well, right. She's, no, she's not twelve. She's definitely right, too old right. for yeah. baby teeth. Yeah, she, I mean, she's also too old to have not taken care of this. All right, ooh, ooh, ooh. She could be thirty. Attention's a bitch, man. Gosh. Oof. Okay, next. Hyperdontia is what it's called. Yes. Mm. It, well, uh, why don't you look up treatment of hyperdontia? And see if there's some that just aren't treatable. Maybe she's just stuck with this. I think you just got to yank them all out, right? Yes. I mean, if you were you, wouldn't you just get implants? Primary treatment is extraction. Prior to extraction, x-rays, blah, 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 supernumerary teeth. If they're impacted or erupted, supernumerary teeth are partially or fully erupted. They may be easily extracted. Uh, in some cases, extra teeth may be need to be removed to prevent crowding, of course. Okay, so remove them. And why she hasn't is unknown. Let's, uh, I want to get some, uh, you have some voice messages on the addiction front before we wrap this thing up, yes? Don't you? Yes, I think I would love to do that. Okay. Hey, Dr. Drew and Booth Boys. My name is Christine. I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. It's not about yellow or white Thank or you. brown, okay. so you may not even hear this. Well, but, here we are. Um, I have a question about when you get blackout drunk mm. and you have a completely different personality like mm -hmm. if you get really mean mm -hmm. or if you get really flirty or mm -hmm. etc mm -hmm. does that have any meaning behind it any mm. deeper meaning and then second part to that is is there any way to change how you behave when you get blackout drunk like uh -huh. if you hate the way that you act yeah. when you get drunk is there yeah. any way to change that psychologically yeah, yeah. keep them high and tight so no, there's no way to change the personality changes. You're literally on a drug when you have this personality change and the drug is what's changing the personality. Blackout, again, is, is moving from, you can't move memories from short term to long term. So you're moving about, doing your normal thing, being aggressive and weird because you're drunk, um, but you don't remember it the next day. Even though no one would know looking at you that you were in a blackout, you're in a blackout because you don't remember it the next day. And blacking out more than once is and even some people would say even once is a sign of a problematic relationship with alcohol. So I'm going to bet you have a family history of alcoholism. Uh, it's not uncommon for alcoholics to have a lot of personality changes when they're using, and blacking out is one of the features of alcoholism. So you may want to do something about this, particularly if you have a first-degree relative with uh, alcoholism. You're heading down that path, and it doesn't end well, as they say. Got another one for me? Yeah, I definitely. Uh, it. I got like a trigger when uh, she said. Like when I 
blackout. Like when you black out, like yeah. that's just a thing. You like do. that's it's a like, normal thing. Yeah. Well, at least she didn't you, say when, when you black. At least she didn't say whenever I black out. <laughs> so, so I gave her a lot of latitude because of that. So, whenever's okay. Next. Good morning, Doctor Hitler. Hey, Hitler. Luke boys, Doctor J, hot sauce captain. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Uh, I'm Alex. I'm from Florida. I'm 25. And my question is about uh, long-term drug use, adverse effects. Mm -hmm. Um, Down here in Florida, we love to party. Mm -hmm. I'm healthy as can be, my doctors tell me. Um, I drink like a fish. I love cocaine. Mm -hmm. I smoke weed. Mm -hmm. I love nicotine fiends. Mm -hmm. just wondering if I'm going to wake up one day fully talked or if I have a Mickey Mantle gene like Bert. Mm. Will I one day just stop or will I one day just keep going until I die? Mm. Who knows? Well, Let me know. Yep. Thanks. Okay. Well, Alex, I, I don't know what your doctors are doing telling you that's healthy. You, you're not telling them what you're doing for one thing or you need to change physicians. Uh, just the nicotine alone, whether it's smokeless, like chew, or or you're smoking tobacco, that will kill you. I think we all understand that. Drinking like a fish, yeah, people can do that for many years, and then they get into serious trouble. Uh, and then cocaine will get you there quick, more quickly. Uh, I don't know if you're addicted to cocaine or not. Again, family history of addiction predicts that you'll have trouble and need treatment in all probability. Uh, but yeah, this is obviously not healthy and obviously going to harm you over time. It does take quite a while to, to hurt, though. I mean, it doesn't happen instantly. I mean, Bert is living proof of that. We'll see. Just keep an eye on him. See how that turns out. Anyway, what? Uh, give me another one. Hey, Drew, mm-hmm. Jew, and the crew. Mm-hmm. I uh, just recently got off antidepressants, mm-hmm. and I feel great, mm-hmm. except... Mm-hmm. I keep nutting in my sleep. Oh, interesting. I will just wake up and I'll have to grab my dick and it's pulsing out. Come. Oh, yeah. And this happens like three to four times a week. Even mm. if I milk myself, sometimes it still happens. And I, unlike nocturnal, some nocturnal emissions, I always wake up. Mm. So is this going to go away in a few months or am I just going to come in my sleep forever? E- Thanks. E- it, it, it is just think about it this way the simplest way to think about it is you when people are on antidepressants it can shut down their sexuality and when they come off there's sort of a withdrawal window where they can kind of increase and uh it will get better by itself and all predict in almost certainly almost certainly well that was a f- another fun romp everybody thank you all for the voice messages and the emails uh and don't forget the merch the rational revolution did i say it right yes rational revolution you got mm-hmm. it mug uh, store.ymhstudios.com, drdrefdark at gmail.com for the uh, emails and 213, two, excuse me, 818-253-1693 for our uh, voicemails. I, I cannot get enough of you guys. I appreciate, uh, as I've expressed many times, I love your mom's house. I love being part of this. I love the, the your mom's house world. Keep them high and tight, everybody. Anything from the booth, boys, before you wrap this thing up? No, we love you too. Love being here, everybody, and we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. 
please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.